0: Welcome to Hensley's Hangout with Carl and Pat. Welcome back into the podcast, folks. It's week two review today. We're talking about, uh, you know, how all the matchups from this week. We're going to be talking to Josh about the situation at uh, down in Dallas, and we're going to be looking forward to week three with a brand new game. I choose you. We'll get there when we get there. But just as a reminder, Hensley's Hangout podcast, we're talking about what's going on in the Cashman's Heroes League. We're here in Towson, Maryland. I'm here with my my great friend, Pat Wilson. Kyle, it's good to be here, man. How was, we, uh, how was the birthday weekend? Oh, my gosh. It was terrific. Uh, I mean, everything minus... Minus that, that, that Wicked Ravens loss, which I have to say, Oof. we have Meredith to blame for that. She was a mush. She was uh, definitely a mush. We were out in the backyard. We had the game projected on the back of the house. We were eating crabs. Some hot dogs were on the grill. Life was good. Uh, we were up, I want to say... 28-7 20, 20, at one point, yeah. and then it went
1: 35-14. 30
0: 30, uh, yeah, I think it was 35-14. We were all kicking back like, damn, life couldn't get any better Sunday, right now. Ravens kicking ass. God damn, kicking ass. We got enough crabs left over for, uh, for some Maryland crab soup, which is currently on the burner downstairs. Which we'll be eating after this. But anyway, uh, you know we're, we're kicking back. Life is good. Meredith
1: goes, you know what? The Ravens are going to win too. Birthday weekend, huge success. And when you hear that, it's like, yeah, you're right. But then I was casually paying attention to the game, and all of a sudden I just saw that lead just dwindle, and I just started slouching more in my chair. And it ended up being arguably one of the most depressing Sundays ever. Just mo- a, an absolute collapse of monumental proportions. I will say, though, for fantasy purposes, huge game. Yes. Huge game. Now, I will say, I will lose every game in fantasy in exchange for a Ravens win. So it, it does give you some sort of consolation. It's a consolation prize. prize. I will prize. take a Ravens win. And if you say otherwise, you're a fucking nerd if you like fantasy football over real football.
0: One other uh, bit of unmitigated good news is the royal wedding coming up this weekend. Of Jeanette and Butch. We're losing a Wilson. We're gaining a Wagner. We'll take it. There's too many of these Wilsons anyway. Anyway, let's get down to business. Uh, week two, just from a league standpoint, I think it's interesting. Going into Monday night, only two games were totally decided. So we had three games that were kind of at least a little bit up in the air based on what happened last based night. Based on projections. And I'll say this. If the second half of that Bills game was not a preseason game, I would have beat Brennan, I swear.
1: <laughs> yes, there was. Uh, I was watching both games uh, after softball, and uh, the, there was definitely some tomfoolery going on in yeah. that Bills game. I mean, look, I'm all for Case Keenum reps, but. Malik Willis. I'm all for. I'm, you know, I'm all for Malik
0: Willis reps, but uh, I needed Josh to cash in. Uh, I, 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 I guess we can just get right into the matchups.
1: So we'll start with you. You lost. You had the highest-scoring week of a loser, which, ironically, you set the lineup for our dear friend, Brennan Oakley, so you lost to yourself, technically.
0: It's fucked. It's it's completely (laughs) fucked. Tyreek Hill had 42 points. Christian Kirk, 26 points. T. Higgins, 19 points. I still couldn't
1: get the dub. Yes, but... You know, you have to see some love from Christian Kirk because when when he got that big contract for the Jaguars, mm-hmm. nobody was thinking that was going to be a good play, and so far he's been off to a good start. I
0: was thinking he was going to be Christian Galladay. I mean, Kenny Galladay literally has has he played two snaps this weekend for the uh, Giants? Yes, oh, and yeah. like I mean, similar situation, big contract. Um, a it lot of these guys do. dud, but uh, Christian Kirk. I thought I was that's what I was afraid of, but he's been money so. But
1: Brennan, yeah, I mean, that's I mean. By the way, let's not sleep on your business ethics for setting the mm-hmm. most the highest projected lineup for somebody who's not in our league <laughs> and even though you're on the receiving end of that, I would have been having a bitch fit after the ravens loss and then losing to somebody that's not even like yeah. remotely close to us right like now commissioner duties come first but another thing I wanted to look at too is like your running back group you literally have. 10 boys playing hee-haw with the fuck around gang. It's, right
0: now. So I don't want to go quite that far. I have about five guys, and I, I think of it as uh, like Russian roulette every week. Yes. Except the inverse where if you get the one with the bullet in it, instead of killing you, it, it makes you win the game. Yep. So like I've got Cordero Patterson, Kareem Hunt, uh, let's see: Jamal Williams, Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders, Michael Carter. All of these guys could have a great game.
1: Keyword could. None of those guys, when you were reading them off, gave me an erection. But
0: all of one of them will have a good game.
1: Yes, but there's the problem is there's six of them, and it's like who who are you gonna pick?
0: Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I can only hope that at least one of these guys kind of become. It's clear that this is the guy that I should be playing. I thought it was going to be, you know, first six weeks of the year. I thought it was going to be Cordero. He had a big week last week, but stunk it the, up. This they're
1: week. sorry. They're a sorry team, which kind of transitions into your sorry tight end, star tight end, as you might say.
0: <sighs> yeah, Kyle Pitts. I mean, I, I kind of just have to hope for a better team in the future. I really, I mean, I, I don't, he might have
1: a couple I of I mean, big you got to think about week. it. You still, ha- you still scored 149 points. So let's not like, yeah, ben, no, it of just course. hurt. Ben, you're going to have to say the pros and cons of each, but yeah. it's like, you know, Kyle Pitts is still. On a bad team, and yes. like it's just him and Drake London, and mm-hmm. everybody else are just mm-hmm. guys. So right. I mean, I would keep rolling with them. But look at your, but you have a pretty deep tight end room, as we know, because I've I've looked at them. Yeah. But I mean, I would still be looking at Kyle Pitts. Like he's basically a wide receiver on that team.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think I have a good bench, and I think as as, as bigger stars emerge throughout the year, it's going to be all right. I mean, Brennan, he just has. Uh, as far as team starters go, he has like the best bunch of starters. Yes, he
1: does. But the problem is when he gets back, or I guess you're gonna be setting it for the foreseeable future until he yeah. gets back. But the problem is is that these bye weeks are gonna start setting in. So right. now he doesn't have the depth to service like a lot of guys start off one through like the weeks one through four hot but they didn't draft like because a lot of people like they don't draft well so they have a high power team but they don't have the depth to support those bye weeks yeah i i think too many injuries and he's really really hosed yeah well maybe next week you can uh say oops sorry brendan i got st- i was at a <laughs> wedding and i forgot <laughs> to set your line up. uh all
0: right moving on to donnie versus ernie I mean, donnie he he brought in the the most points this week what was it? 165, Some, 165 points. That's the most of either week one or two. Um, and Josh put up a big week, 243 total points. Yeah. Yeah. Right,
1: uh, so get it together. this was between Josh and myself. And uh, Josh had a little bit of a backdoor cover with uh, 44 points from Stefan Diggs. So like, yeah, he uh, it wasn't I mean, looking good going into Yeah. He, he, that game, my, I was pretty good out of reach, but I mean, Stefan Diggs definitely closed the gap, made the game look a lot closer, but Just from Amon Ross, St. Brown, Nick Chubb, and Lamar Jackson alone. 114 points. So I would have beat like half the teams in our league this week just alone with three guys. Let's talk about this, though. Josh started Jerry Judy over Jalen
0: Waddell. Right. He would have beat your ass if he would have had Waddell. So,
1: well, if you look at the matchups, Jerry Judy was also playing the. The sorry ass. Um, mm-hmm. Who was who was he playing? The Texans. Him? Oh yeah, the sorry Texans. And Jalen Waddle was going into Baltimore. To play. Well, let's let's get real though. The
0: sorry Baltimore secondary. Oof, dude. Yes. It's gonna. I mean, it's, it's it's sad but true. If a team is playing Baltimore, those wide receivers are gonna run.
1: Yes, and it just and they made Tua Tonga vailoa have cannon for an arm and Mm -hmm. you know going into baltimore you would think that waddle would not do well i mean i think his over under perceptions going in or reception yards was 61 i think he tripled that (laughs) just so yeah i I don't really fault josh for starting jerry judy over jalen waddle but yeah that hurts when you see that on your bench
0: so one player i want to talk with you about real quick is clyde Edwards Hilaire. um i mean there was a lot of questions going into this year, but this is now two really solid weeks from him. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I wasn't really understanding the flack with him too, and I really don't understand the way he the Chiefs use him. Year. I wouldn't say he stunk. he stunk for fantasy last year. Yes, he was. I think he was serviceable. He was also injured a lot, and I liked having him on my team with Nick Chubb and uh, touchdown Leonard Fournette. And it's just like I don't know. I just I like him a lot, and uh, he provides me depth, and I have pretty good running back depth but so he's a great flex play i mean you've got solid running backs on your team
0: he's a great flex hawkinson two shitty weeks
1: yes and that's where i told you going into the season i had i had some uh some blood in the water for tight ends but i have wide receiver depth lamar jackson always keeps me in every game with a solid 40 something points my uh my team were open for business with the tight ends Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'll see I mean, uh, and I mean, uh, now the bye weeks are happening. I got guys that are injured, like, uh, and I still put up 160 something points with Michael Pittman. And now I'm going to have Mike That's Evans true. out this week, so which was you, pretty wild. So what are your thoughts on Mike Evans?
0: How I mean, like, first of all, the actual incident. What are your thoughts on that? And how,
1: what's going to happen with the Buccaneers? So there's two, there's two ready's in this world. There's born ready and people that stay ready. Mike <laughs> Evans stays ready. <laughs> he is always ready to go out and you know just tear people up. Um, But he can join DeAndre Hopkins on the suspension list, Um, and my boy uh, Adam Thielen will be getting the start against Detroit in his stead.
0: I I think we need a 30-for-30 just on Mike Evans versus Marshawn Lattimore.
1: And then followed by Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan. (laughs) So uh, let's jump into uh, Mundus V.
0: Erdman, which, by the way, I mean, just think about who would win in that fight.
1: Oh, I'm going to say Dan Urban because he was an absolute psychopath. Ryan Mundus was like. Mundus could outlift him in the gym, but Urban could tear I think, his eyeballs I out. think Ryan Mundus was all like show. Like when it came down to the nitty gritty, like Ryan Mundus would get his ass pummeled by. I think Dan Urban one time put his head through a locker and like it dented. Like He like, did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I don't think Ryan Mundus could do that when his four pairs of tube socks that he'd wear to math class. Well, Mundus couldn't get
0: it done this week in
1: fantasy football either. No, he didn't. Uh, Dan Erdman, cellmate, definitely came back. He's a, he's off to a 2-0 start, and, wh- which is interesting, and you caught this. Both Paul and Tyler started Kansas City wide receivers in a game at home against the Chargers, and they're just not performing as well as they should after Tyree Kill's gone.
0: I mean, it has become, sadly, the fuck-around gang behind Travis Kelsey. It's like, who... You know that all of those guys,
1: Juju, Nicole Hardman, Marquez Marquez Valdez, Sky Moore. Sky
0: Moore, yes. I mean, it's too many mouths to feed. And, I mean, like, Travis Kelsey just demands so many targets. Yeah, he's he's the only consistent person. Like, how can you possibly start
1: any of those other guys? Would you start any of them? I wouldn't even draft him. I wouldn't well, even to. Well, let's, on let's team. assume you've got him on your team. <laughs> now, nah, I—I mean, the, the only person that you would be worth having would be Juju because he was—he's been a Pro Bowler. He could show he can get a hundred plus catches. But whenever he's the number one receiver, he just hasn't succeeded. And no. Hardman's a speed guy. MVS is a speed guy. Sky Moore is a speed guy. But with Patrick Mahomes, there's that boomer bust potential and. I mean, obviously both of them busted, but there always is that boom
0: mentality. But, I mean, Mahomes is going to get points. I mean, this week he got 17. That sucks. But I feel like, generally speaking, he's going to get it done. Yep. It's just with who. Yep,
1: exactly. And the, the other interesting point is, is, like, Paul now has gotten second life with Jimmy G, mm. who's going to be the starter for the remainder mm-hmm. se- season now that Trey Lance broke his ankle.
0: Yeah, I'll be interested to see if he starts him next week. I think he
1: should probably who, who more so the 40, than any Who do the 49ers piece? have?
0: Uh, good
1: question. I don't know. But they also lost Tyrion Davis Price, too. so they're, they're running, yeah, their mean, running running. Yeah, the running back room is just depleted. I, I don't think – Their any, Hall of Fame tight end, George Kittle, still hurt. Is he still hurt? Yep. Oh, vey. Yeah, but uh, we can talk about it when we get to uh, Joe Dennis with uh, Trey Lance. But, um, you know, Tyler, by the way, speaking of wide, or, uh, quarterbacks – Carson Wentz, off to a, a really hot start for the Washington Commanders.
0: Acquired via trade, both in real life and within the Cashman's Heroes
1: extended universe. And, uh, and Tyler paid a pretty hefty price to get him. I got what, a, first a first round rounder? pick, and I got Melvin Gordon, who's okay. a serviceable running back. And you know, Carson Wentz is a top five quarterback right now in terms of fantasy. Uh, Tyler definitely looked into his crystal ball for that one, because I don't think... Anybody would have called that. And he's got a really good quarterback combo with him and Jalen Hurts right now. Like, Jalen Hurts, I was, so I was watching the game and everybody was like, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. Like, he had a pretty good game throwing, but like, Jalen Hurts is just like Lamar. Like, when he has he his 30 plus, 30 plus touch or uh, 30 plus point games is because of his, you know,
0: depth and on the ground. And Carson's surrounded by like some of the best receivers in the league.
1: Yeah. AJ Brown's good. Devontae Smith's uh, pretty good. And, sorry, I asked Carson. Uh, oh, yeah, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Commanders. Terry, uh, scary Terry, Jahan Samuel yeah, they have, and Logan Thomas is a really oh, yeah. good tight end too, yeah. and they and have he's some back. Oh, yeah, he's back.
0: He tore his ACL last year, right? Yeah, he
1: was back. He had that a really good, good – Yeah, he's good. Um, and I, they have some pretty good weapons out of the backfield too um, with McKissick. Oh, had yeah. a good game, and Gibson's not bad. Mm-hmm. And then when they get my boy uh, Brian Robinson from getting his gunshot. Who's, so, he's still, he's already running. I saw some videos. He looks good. He looks pretty good. He might be coming <laughs> off the IR pretty soft quick. Tissue, soft tissue injuries. Uh, he might be paying Donnie Waltman's tab for this. <laughs> But yeah, that was uh there's some interesting stuff going on with uh Tyler's team. I mean, we said he was, you know, going to be competing for the the championship and yeah. this team's off to a good start. Yeah. I mean,
0: I it's interesting what's going on with the running back for uh Dan Erdman because on paper he has the best lineup at running back in the league. With with Henry Javonte, Cook and now Eckler. Yep. Exactly. Eckler and Henry. It, but it's like these guys I, and Eckler got it done this week, but a lot of these guys just it's been a rough start to the year for a lot of these yep, guys. Yeah, but I he's got the depths, out.
1: and he, he, you guys have the same problem. Except he has a lot of good running backs. Except he's got, he,
0: he has <laughs> five RB ones. I have five RB threes.
1: Yes, <laughs> exactly. You have a similar problem, but just lack of talent.
0: Uh, I guess I'm playing. I'm playing Russian roulette with a
1: pistol. He's playing Russian roulette with a uh, Gatling gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but next up, we have uh, Prudence Delilah and Joe Dennis. And Prudence got off the snide with being uh, a winless team, but. Man, Sean has got to be deep in the bottle right now with uh, Joe Dennis. Yeah, that's got to be tough. Yeah, he just lost Trey Lance, and the only other quarterback besides Matt Stafford is our sorry-ass Matt Ryan, who couldn't even score a point against the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, I didn't even know this, that the Colts had, haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014.
0: Matt Wait, what?
1: They're 0-8 in Jacksonville. with The, past, the Colts? The, the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. Is, That's wild. Yeah, which is – I mean, they didn't have Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce, but, like, come on, you have to score at least one point against the Jacksonville and Matt Tigers. Ryan
0: had his moments last year. I think he'll be back.
1: Um, yeah, but I, the first thing I think of with Matt Ryan is, like, they just keep putting these, you know, these Band-Aids of quarterback in Indianapolis. And, right. you know, they had him, they had Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett. Like, yeah. Andrew Luck really, like, fucked them pretty good. But, I mean, that was his choice. Yeah, Who can um, blame And him, it's pretty easy to say, like – the way Sean's team is trending, like, he's going to be picking early in our draft. And, I mean, it is a good quarterback draft, so he's going to probably go heavy on the quarterbacks. I mean, he doesn't have a bad team. It's just underperforming and uh, decimated by injuries. Yeah, I
0: mean, we're just we're in a league with such a premium on quarterback because of the super flex. So, like, you just need to have two good quarterbacks. Yeah,
1: and he also – and speaking of quarterbacks, you know, Prudence has Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, which, you know – off There's, to a yikes start. Yes, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a little bit of a better bounce back, but Tom Brady has really been underperforming, and uh, I'm sure Hunter will appreciate this. We need to, since you are prudent Delilah, we might need to get some of Prudence's crank out of that Walmart parking lot give him <laughs> a little a little stimulus, you know? Oh, that's a blast from the past. <laughs> yes, that's a good story, by the way.
0: One of my favorite of the, the league. So I, is this the last, last lineup for week two? Let's jump into the Heflins versus Nate McGreal. Honestly another couple of sorry ass teams
1: and also just as a funny thing that we talked about earlier like could you imagine like some of these people that are our mascots of our teams like interacting like could you imagine the Heflin I don't think the Heflin brothers ever rub shoulders with Nate McGreal at all and
0: Mm, I don't know maybe walking to Wetzel's and (laughs) Glenrock or something like that they cross paths
1: I don't know or yeah that's just completely different social circles.
0: I think Nate McGreal playing on the like quad drums from Drumline versus Lowell and Claude picking like up a,
1: sunflower seeds underneath the bleachers
0: during yeah. football games. I can see it. Uh, this week the Heflins got the better of them though. Um, yeah, the defending champion he made some questionable starts with Rashad White there, and uh, Gabe Davis was declared like deeply questionable, doubtful as of like Saturday. Yeah, like it was not. He was not yeah. trending upward. So, uh, I'm sorry, Adam, you're officially in the commissioner's doghouse.
1: Yes. And also I think it's safe to say that Adam is suffering from a Super Bowl hangover. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His team is absolutely decimated by injuries and the fact that Rashad White had to get a start and he had to roll the dice with Gabe Davis shit just shows how depleted, like he's like, I'll take the chance with Gabe Davis playing other than play somebody else from his bench. And, uh, It's safe to say Adam might be uh, looking for trade offers. But but just knowing Adam's personality, he's going to tell us to fuck off and that he won the championship. He's just going to milk that until somebody new is the champion.
0: I mean, I wonder what's going to happen with some of his his running backs that are on IR right now. I mean, J.K. Dobbins, he's going to come back eventually, but what is it
1: going to look like? I mean, we differ on opinions on this. I think J.K., you know, is going to bounce back fine. I think the Ravens have a decent offensive line, and they still have, you know, these – guys off the street playing running back. But J.K. Dobbins, once J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards get back, I really hope they get back to that 2019 running attack with Ingram mm-hmm. and uh, 2020 where they really ran the ball well. And I just think, like, they got to stop these age running backs. they just got to move off. I'm like, I just cannot believe there's not anybody else better out there.
0: I want to believe, but I'm definitely going to have to withhold judgment until I and see what, it. And what
1: gives you that vibe?
0: Just how long the recovery has taken. I mean, I, I just – I just have a hard time believing that he's going to come back at 100% no matter what.
1: Yeah, I mean, there definitely are some concerns there, but I'm I, i I'm on the sign of optimism. Like, I just liked what he saw. And, like, a lot of guys have come back from serious knee injuries, uh, Achilles injuries, and still been able to perform. And another person that he really needs back, uh, and that is Adam, is Chris Godwin. Oh, my God. Which, yeah. yeah. Which even that's though, that's, coming. that's well, coming. It is coming. But also, like, Tom Brady, you know, he's not the same, but, like, he, they, he needs to get back for Adam's sake and just for the Tampa Bay Bucks' sake. Dalton Schultz as well.
0: He had a huge week one. Am I right about that? And 13 points. Good week one. Uh, but he was hurt a lot last year, and uh, I guess we'll see what develops this year. Right. And uh,
1: Jahan Dotson. He's, I,
0: he's a must start. He's a must start. I mean, he's clearly got Carson Wentz. You've
1: got to ride this train of Carson Wentz killing it until it dies. Definitely. And uh, I know Brendan. You know he's had a decent start so far, but like you know, the Bears. I I've never touched Bears players in general, and they have a, a, a an atrocious. They have the Susquehanna Warriors offensive line out there.
0: Did, like, I I saw that they passed the ball eleven times, eleven passing attempts. That total. was like
1: that was like a couple of years ago. They came into Baltimore, Mitch Trubisky I think threw the ball like five times, <laughs> and Jordan <laughs> Howard had forty five rushes, and they still beat the Ravens. What? Well, I don't
0: think that this Bears team would be the Ravens with this
1: bullshit. I don't think so. We barely got past him last year, but we did have Huntley in. But, uh, yeah, besides David Montgomery, which Brendan has, Darnell Mooney is probably the only person. And, like, unless Justin Fields runs the ball a lot, which it seems like he's going to be scrambling, but I think he's going to get his clock cleaned one of these games. I don't don't think that Mooney can get it done with Fields playing the way he is. So, I mean, I think David Montgomery is probably a good start moving forward because
0: he, like – he he's like great value version of
1: Derrick Henry for this team or something like that? I'd say he's like a really poor man's version of like a Matt Forte. <laughs> like <laughs> he's going to be able to run the ball, but like he's just going to be catching like these dump off passes yeah. and like he's like a Derrick Henry, Matt Forte mix with yeah. that because Fields isn't going to have much time to throw. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I think it's time to hear a word from our sponsor. So just going to take a quick break here. Be back soon. Today's podcast is sponsored by Video Times. Sick and tired of the endless scrolling on Netflix or Hulu? Come on down to Video Times and choose from dozens of great flicks, like hot new release Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Rob Schneider's back is Deuce Bigelow, and hilarity ensues as he tours around Europe trying to evade a serial killer who's targeting gigolos worldwide. Visit Video Times and mention promo code HENSLEY for a free rental from that section behind the beaded curtain. You know what we're talking about. And a free box of cookie dough bites. That's promo code HENSLEY, a free rental and a box of Cookie Dough Bites. Now back to the show.
1: And we're back. Oh, video times. What a classic staple of the community in Market Square. Yeah, I'm, we were wondering what we were going to watch tonight. And I think I, I'm, I'm feeling Deuce Bigelow after that. Feeling a little Rob Schneider. Or maybe Transporter 2. Ooh. I, or no, I was saying like Rush Hour maybe or maybe Bulletproof Monk that's okay. a good video time yeah, video yeah, times. Yeah. Bullet,
0: bulletproof monk a little bit of both you know you get the kung fu you get the comedy yeah,
1: and- the, yeah the corny comedy that 24% on Rotten Tomatoes really ooh, hits
0: oh yeah uh, well uh, now we're going to jump into a call with Josh who I mean he didn't have the number one scoring for the week but uh, we're going to call him in to discuss one of the hottest stories in the NFL right now which is what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys
1: Josh, welcome to Hensley's Hangout. Hey, Josh, how you doing?
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? Are uh, you uh,
1: out of that cab?
2: Out of the cab. He uh, kicked me out, and I biked the rest of the way home.
1: What? That is the New York, most New York lifestyle story I've ever heard. Right what do you here. mean you were yeah. kicked out?
2: Uh, he said he didn't want to go any further. So uh, I live right next to, uh, pretty close to the UN building, and uh, this week is UN week.
1: So it's oh,
2: a big clusterfuck outside right now. A lot of streets are closed.
0: Is that like Mardi Gras, UN week?
2: Yeah, all the ambassadors. It's basically an adult <laughs> the, the, uh,
1: version of Epcot. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyways, Josh, we wanted to bring you in because of uh, normally we bring in the highest scorer of the week, and unfortunately you were on the receiving end of that, which is yours truly sitting here. Yikes. Yeah, that was
2: a, that was a tough blow. You know, but, if I had a couple a couple minor tweaks of the lineup, I would have been you know, yeah. close. Yes. I don't know if I would have pulled it off,
1: but... Right, but I just wanted to bring you in, and uh, Kyle and I had some few questions because we wanted you to basically give us a state of the union of the Cowboys right now. It's because... An interesting story in the NFL, obviously Dak
0: Prescott. What did he do? Break his ankle again or something? No, it was his thumb. No, it was was his it his thumb?
2: He yeah. jacked up his thumb.
0: Jacked off his thumb. <laughs> jacked his thumb right off, and now During we're with Cooper Rush, who better than Andy Dalton?
2: Um, dude, you never no Red Rocket. Well, that was, he, he's
0: who came in last time. Dak yeah, right? and he was serviceable, I thought. And, I mean, Cooper Rush, what, 14 points for fantasy, led them to victory over the Stinky Bengals. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, what are your thoughts? Let's just start with that.
2: I mean, I'll take a W. Was not expecting a W. Um, so that's, you know, that's nice to see, especially against a Bengals team, who I didn't watch their first game, but um, to let up to let up that many points to us with a backup QB as to where we couldn't get anything going week one. It's a nice, you know, nice little turnaround. Um, I don't know, I, I like the chemistry between Rush and Noah, his name, Noah Brown. Yep, he had out. a pretty good game. Yeah, that was nice to see. Um, you know, I don't know if they can obviously do that every game. He needs to be able to spread the ball around a bit more, um, knowing that they've got that kind of chemistry. That'll be shut down pretty pretty easily, I feel, uh, next game. I wish i believe is his... Uh, here against the Giants, Monday Night Football. Oh,
1: that's going to be a good one. And I, yeah. and like kind of like what you were saying though about like uh, them having a stinker of a first game against the Bucs, and the and they came back against the Bengals. But if you think about it, like you know they weren't picked to beat the Bucs, so and you can't pick your schedule. That's like that's a tough two first no. games. And even though the Bengals are not the Bengals of last year so far, not not, and, start and, and who knows if it's no. a lightning in the bottle, but you know they are still the Bengals and they were in the Super Bowl, so it's still an impressive win, especially with you know a, a, a hobbled wide receiver group and a backup quarterback and inconsistent you know inc- inconsistencies on defense. So I mean, let's talk about the hobbled wide receiver group for a second. Noah yep. Brown leading the wide receiver room when you've got
0: CD Lamb there seems just wrong to me. I don't I mean, it's red alert mode if you have CD Lamb on your team.
2: On a fantasy team? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um and for I the and for the record
1: I... is the Heflin Syndicate that has CD <laughs> Lamb. <laughs>
2: Um, no, I mean you don't want to see that for fantasy, obviously. You know you want to see the, the backup come in and still utilize your number one or wideout. But I mean, if that's not going to happen, he's able to you know find some new spots to throw the ball. I'll take it as a, as a Cowboys fan. Right. But yes. You that's don't right. want to see it going forward. You know. Hopefully, I think Dak. They had him listed as maybe six games out. So another five without him. You know, maybe at the max. Um, if we go two and three from here on out over the next five games take it you know hopefully we get a win against the next two games for us are in conference so we got giants and then the the commanders
1: yeah some, you know. so some big division matches
0: uh, and the, the yeah. two and oh giants and the two and Man. O commanders right or did one and one commanders, commanders. No. i mean dude, and the giants are two and oh yeah off to a great i mean this is like this is yeah. the worst division in football last so year.
1: josh uh speaking of you know holding these next six weeks uh Dan Orlovsky actually had this hot take where he was, they were asking him after Dak Prescott went down, like, what do you do? And he's like, I would trade for Tyler Huntley right now. And as soon as I heard that as a Ravens fan, I'm like, please make this trade. Like we would get, (laughs) because like, think about it. Like Tyler Huntley was serviceable for us as a good backup. And like, it'd be hard to get go of a stable backup, but think about it, how much the Cowboys would give up for him and, it's, but then they, they kind of walked it back a little bit with Prescott's injury. It
0: would be it would be a complete yep. reshuffle of the offense too. Like they can't run Dak's offense with Huntley, which correct? I mean, yeah. So I don't I don't no. think they'd go for that.
2: It, that that's a fair point. But that Kyle kind of to the uh, my rebuttal would be if Dak's out for the for if Dak had a season-ending injury. Yeah. Shake then it that's up. when you make yeah, that trade. Yeah.
1: I didn't agree. I thought it was crazy if the Cowboys made that trade. That's why I was jumping on board, but they'd be nuts if they made that. So in yeah. Dak's hand injury, I'm seeing shades
0: of Russell Wilson last year who hurt his he had like a hammer finger or some bullshit like that and <laughs> he, they they rushed him back in like 3 or 4 weeks. Baker
1: Mayfield had a but, one shoulder and he was all but carfuckled.
0: Like, but it uh Russ was horrible last year, and unlike Baker, who sucks, Russ is a good quarterback. And just like Russ
1: last year, I mean, without Tyron Smith, the Cowboys' offensive line's a little depleted too. But, like,
0: right after Dak went out, Jerry Jones was talking about, oh, yeah, he'll be back in four weeks. I'm like, I I mean, the first thing I'm thinking is give this guy as much time as he needs to come (laughs) back. Like, Cooper Rush, obviously he can get the job done.
2: Yeah, he has some utility, which is good enough for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, hurrying Rush back feels like the worst possible thing.
1: And kind of on top of that too, Josh. Well, now that there's a, also like a quarterback issue, well, what's the what's your feelings on Tony Pollard emergence and the the you know the decline, as you might say, of Ezekiel Elliott?
0: Well, how do Cowboys fans feel about that decline? That's what I want to know, not from a fantasy yeah. perspective.
2: I, I'm a big Pollard fan. Tony Pollard all the way. Um, I Zeke had is a couple years. I, I don't know if it's it's like met, like mental state with the Cowboys like having to go through all that contract negotiation bullshit um, Jerry Jones fucking loser um,
1: <laughs> and that, I, that contract just, you know, this, situation like, too was crazy
0: What know, what is it, the remind me what's the contract so, so the
1: whole issue with uh, and Josh I didn't mean to cut you off no but, no but the whole issue was Dak Prescott Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Ali were all coming up on contracts obviously mm-hmm. you gotta pay your quarterback first mm-hmm. or Hold on. If I'm getting this wrong, um, no, they paid Amari Cooper first, and then Dak needed a contract, and then Ezekiel Elliott needed a contract. Mind you, not Dak Prescott, exemplary like off the field. He's he is the Cowboys. Sure. He has an Adidas deal. He's like marketable. Uh, and then he not only has an Adidas deal,
0: he has a Sleep Number deal. Oh yes, I see those commercials yes. like what 400 times a game.
1: <laughs> and then Ezekiel Elliott, mind you, not was fresh off of you know beating or sure. um, sexual assault and a lot of Cowboys fans weren't, you know, they were happy to get Zeke back, but also they were like, you're going to give money to this guy, which doesn't really set a precedence for your franchise. He's also a running back. Meanwhile, you have a franchise quarterback you need to lock up. Mm-hmm. So there's been some. And then after he's gotten that deal, Josh, would you say Ezekiel has been a good return on investment?
2: Uh, no, I would not say that it's been a, a great return on investment.
0: I feel like any other team would have, I guess not giving him so many snaps would have kind of lowered his standing within the team, but the Cowboys seem so so set on making him the guy, even though he is. And I the mean, Cowboys in my eyes, did, way worse than Pollard. And
1: the Cowboys did something similar or years ago. I don't know if you recall with DeMarco Murray that one yep. year he had, I think he had like seventeen hundred yards, hmm. and the whole issue was they. He was on the last year of his deal. They gave him like I think an NFL record amount of carries for 16 games because they knew they weren't going to resign him. It was like we're going to get rid of this this car, and the the Eagles signed him later and they or they like, traded. I can't remember off the top of my head, but like they just wore him out because they knew they weren't going to get resign him. And they were like, oh, we have an offense line, we can plug in whoever and run this offense, and that's what they did.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see what develops. Josh, any prediction for uh, Cowboys moving forward? What are you
2: thinking? Uh, well, at least for this year, you know, at this point, with Dak coming off injury, you know, hopefully he plays a full, you know, ten games. Maybe what that? What are the seventeen games? He's going to be out for six. Yeah, if he plays another nine games of the season, hopefully we, you know, win nine to ten games. That'd be great.
1: In a division that will have a lot of, you know, they'll be beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. So just to wrap up here.
0: Um, this coming week, week three, you're facing up against the 2-0 team, Boakland, and uh, if he wasn't out oh, on a boat damn. somewhere, I would ask you to, you know, send a couple words his way, WWE promo style, uh, but I guess just how you think you're going to fare this week.
2: Honestly, I haven't been checking his weekly, I know he's been whooping ass, putting up high numbers, I haven't checked to see his exact lineup, um, but just, you know, seeing his his name on the top for the most part, you know, a little, little concerned. And I, I got to make some, some smart moves on who well, I'm starting. I have absolutely no bench.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes it easy for who you're starting then.
2: I got, well, I, I got one or two.
0: Well, uh, but, uh, thank you so yeah. much for your time, Josh. Appreciate you calling in.
2: Yeah, I uh, appreciate it, guys. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the rest of your readings, evenings. And um, I got to listen to the first I'm, show still. And so. before you go, there Josh,
1: uh, make sure that $20 gets in my PayPal account today.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you 20 for the bonus and then 40 for me to send to Paul if you
1: don't mind. Uh, yeah, I'll make sure he gets that. <laughs>
2: Perfect. All right, fellas. Enjoy.
1: Thanks, Josh. Appreciate, Appreciate
2: it. The, uh, the All
0: right, talk soon. Adios. And we're back. So up next, we're going to be jumping into a new weekly segment called I Choose You this week presented by our friends over at Video Times. <laughs> So, I Choose You is our new segment where Pat and I choose winners for the next week. And the one of us with the fewest correct answers has to take a shot of Malort on air before we pick our winners for the following week. So, uh, relatively high-stakes game. We'll uh, be taking callers from the, uh, from the league on if we should have a better uh, punishment or a different punishment. So, uh, if you've
1: listened this far... Let us know if you uh, have a thought on that. And Malort, by the way, is a terrible-tasting alcohol, so I think that's a good punishment in itself. We'll see what develops. <laughs> so the first one we have here is uh, Ryan Abshagen, 2032 versus Heflin Syndicate. Who are you thinking? So I got a bet on myself here. I, I, I just have to believe that one of these weeks I'm going to roll the RB
0: dice correctly on my team. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be yet, but I think I have a good enough squad to beat the Heflins.
1: Yes, and I have to go against that. I think Lowell and Claude will show you why they drafted Derek Carr, Johnny Taylor, and Justin Jefferson. They all had like pretty down weeks, but those are pretty substantial names in fantasy and in the NFL, and I actually do think you're going to go down to uh, the Heflin syndicate. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not hard to imagine Jonathan Taylor breaking off 50 points and totally body yes, bagging me. Yes, and the fact that he was bottled up by the – Jacksonville Jaguars is... Uh, Not I don't think that's going to happen week. again. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about our next matchup? So for
0: uh, Mundus versus Prudence, I'm taking Prudence. I think it's going to be a get-right game for Brady and Rodgers. And I personally really like Prudence's uh, wide receiver room. A.J. Brown's balling out. Rashad Bateman, I, he's going to have a big week against a stinky Patriots team.
1: So I don't disagree with all that, but I do think Mundus keeps it going with his two power receivers. They had down weeks too, Jamar Chase and Devontae Adams. Uh, they had down weeks uh, with Jamar playing the Cowboys and Devonte playing the Cardinals. But uh, also part of uh, Paul's team and Ryan Mundus, Justin Herbert is still projected 24 points. So, and it looked like he was really hurt on Thursday. So yeah. uh, I guess he's still on pace to play this week. And uh, if he does play, then I think they're going to also have a good uh, week as well. So I, I'm going to go with Mundus. I'm going to go against you on that one. So next next one, uh, the Erdmans versus
0: Joe Dennis. I got to take the Erdmans in this one. He has some of the uh, one of the most high powered uh, lineups altogether in the league. I think those running backs are
1: going to get right and. I think he's going to be able to take the basement-dwelling Dennis's. And I, this is going to be my hot take of the week by far, but I th- I, I, think Joe Dennis gets back on track this week. Uh, he's got some good matchups uh, across his lineups. There's a lot of sorry teams or good fantasy lineups, and I, and I always think that it's always going to be a runaway whenever the projections are higher, but maybe Joe Dennis finds his way and uh, lays off the sauce this week and gets back on the win column. Matt
0: Ryan's playing the Chiefs. I mean, it's either going to be a shootout or a blowout.
1: Yes, agreed. Um, obviously, Dan Erdman is the runaway favorite here, but I just have a, I have a weird feeling about this game. I mean, I'll, I'll see how weird I have when I'm drinking the Malords or I'm watching you drink the Melords, but that's going to be the differentiator. <laughs> and, um, again, my my game versus uh, Nate McGrill's birthday. Oh, by the way, again, happy birthday, Nate. Yeah, happy birthday, Nate. Um, I just think I'm absolutely going to shit pump adam this week with my team uh, i think it's gonna be a bloodbath i think my team's gonna continue rolling uh, just too much depth uh, adam's getting some guys back from injury even if they do play i think they're gonna be a little shaky and um, i just think it's gonna be a massacre you know,
0: I think Adam's a good manager, and I think he's going to be able to pull something together this season. But I don't
1: think it's going to be this week unless he makes some big moves. So we're both going with me this week. We're both going with Pat on. Oh, this Oh, we one. finally agreed on one after, <laughs> after <laughs> our fourth. Our and then our last matchup though is uh, Ernie McCraven versus B. Oakland. Um, I there's some good. This is a, probably our one of our bigger marquee matchups of the week. Uh, all the other ones. Um, won't be as close as this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is just good all-around teams. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Brennan. Um, I think he's going to get Keenan Allen back maybe. And uh, if you have him and Mike Williams, who he has both of, um, they're playing against Jacksonville. Um, I, that's, that's like at least a 40-point game for two guys right there. Yeah, I, I don't think Tua scores 40
0: again. I, I, I mean, I think Brennan's going to win this one as well. I think Josh has a really strong team, but I think it's too early for uh, Brennan's wheels to start falling off. Yeah. I mean,
1: Brennan also like, you know who we know like it's just kind of boring is Cooper cup. Just con- consistently week in, week out, like man's going to have 200 receptions
0: this year. Yeah. Stephon Diggs is probably one of the only other sure things at that position, but I still think all around Brennan's team is going to be able to pull it off.
1: Yeah, I agree for sure. So, uh, We've agreed on two out of the five, so we'll have to see, uh, see next week. See what develops. Yeah. Indeed. And that Malort is going to, if I lose after wedding weekend, that is going to hit a little bit different. and there might, We might need to have a trash can in here if I have to take a <laughs> shot of Malort's after wedding weekend. Oh, my God. I can't
0: wait. Well, um, I think that's all we've got today.
1: Yep. Uh, Ravens have the Patriots mm-hmm. on the road, um, mm-hmm. so hopefully they have a bounce back. Uh, Patriots are pretty sorry. Extremely
0: and, sorry. They have the combination of Matt,
1: Patricia, and Joe Judge calling plays for some reason. And zooted out to the heavens, Steve Belichick. <laughs> that man... <laughs> have you ever seen him do that shit on the sidelines with He's,
0: his lips and stuff? Yeah, he looks fucking crazy. So the Thursday night game this week is
1: the Steelers
0: versus... The Browns. Two shitty teams. Yeah.
1: And, but One it's of gonna them's got to win. We wanna, but fuck the Steelers. Yes. So, um, And that also is kind of good because I'm playing... Um, against Najee Harris, and I have Nick Chubb. So that's going to be fun for me to have a vested interest in. should be an interesting uh, night for the group chat at the very least. Yes, I will be at the Orioles game, but I will definitely be paying intently to that game more because the Orioles, I think, are officially out of playoffs. It's close. They're five games back with like a couple the, more days left.
0: Are there still five back yeah. from
1: the Mariners? Fuck. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was a nice season. Um, yeah. I've had my Always Orioles. Always next year. Yeah, I've had my Orioles fandom revoked by Butch, which he can fuck off too. But it should be a good week of football. Well, uh, with
0: that, I think we're going to send it out with uh, an old favorite from Trick Daddy, The U. Yes.
2: Trail five. M.I.A. Dean Cannon.
0: Y'all already know
2: what time it is. Throw them U's up. Throw them U's up. We're going to let the band deal with this. And out the door On them big-body
1: things feel will city We the home team You already know it We gonna turn it up Keep things day. on day All We the you
0: home team You already know You already know When it comes to the crib We all gon' go And we gon' go fast If you put on pass We gon' get in that ass But I need me a ghetto hero that snap like Warren South And break records like EJ
2: No problem NBLU